0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show.
1: Whether a client wins or loses a legal case, it seems the lawyers always come out ahead. Is America ready for tort reform? We'll talk to an expert who says
0: yes. Right now, the costs for every insurance dollar spent to compensate an accident victim, more than 50% of that goes to lawyers.
1: Then... Are the nation's schools stuck in the past? Our guest will explain why we must unlearn what we know about education.
0: If schools do improve, it will be because of the influence of homeschoolers and unschoolers inventing new ways of doing things and then reinterjecting them into the school system.
1: Those two stories and much more are heading your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Our show begins right after this.
0: InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting.
1: Whether you win or lose in the courtroom, one person is usually happy. That's the lawyer who earns big bucks. Are Americans ready for serious tort reform? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with an expert.
2: Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Professor Lester Brickman of the Benjamin N. Cardoza School of Law at Yeshiva University. He's been teaching legal ethics since 1965. He's also a visiting scholar at the Manhattan Institute and the author of a book called Legal Barons, What Their Contingency Fees Really Cost America. Professor Brickman, welcome to InfoTrack.
0: Thank you. I appreciate being here.
2: In your book, you zero in on one particular legal tradition that you believe is one of the greatest problems, and that is the contingency fee. Now, for someone who's not exactly sure what that means, just give us a quick explanation.
0: Sure. In the United States, if somebody wants to sue somebody else because of a personal injury, there are a group of lawyers called variously trial lawyers, tort lawyers, personal injury lawyers that you would go to to bring the suit. Virtually all of them charge a contingency fee instead of an hourly rate fee. You know, if you go to a lawyer and you hire him to write a will, the lawyer may have a set fee or he may have an hourly rate fee that'll charge you for the time it takes him to do that. But that's not the case with personal injury litigation. In personal injury litigation, lawyers charge, as I say, contingency fees. These are the way that lawyers finance access to the courts for those who believe they were wrongfully injured and want to seek compensation. In a contingency arrangement, the lawyer lends his services to the injured person, and he may even advance litigation costs such as filing fees or court reporter charges and and expert witness fees. In exchange for that, the lawyer charges a standard percentage of the recovery. Now, that varies somewhat from place to place in the United States, but usually it runs between one-third and forty percent. The lawyer takes the risk that if he's unable to collect money for the client, he gets a low fee or no fee. And so lawyers justify the higher fee that they charge on the basis of the risk that they claim they're taking. But the actual risk lawyers are taking is far less than they claim to be taking. The statistics that I come up with show that lawyers prevail in 70 to 90% of all the cases they take on on a contingency fee basis.
2: The argument could be made that they have such a high percentage of success because they only take the cases where they believe they're going to make some money.
0: That's absolutely true. Lawyers spend a lot of time checking out clients cases and they actually only take a small percentage of the cases that would be clients bring to them so they're very careful in their case screening methods so their high success rates and charging premiums for risk when they're not really taking risk which I call generating unearned fees have resulted in a huge increase in litigation in this country the amount of litigation is a function of the profitability of litigation this is a simple economic fact
2: If someone gets a letter in the mail saying, you are now part of a class action lawsuit unless you opt out, and you're going to get... $10, and on the other end, the attorney is going to get $72 million for representing this class action. That's also a contingency fee, correct?
0: That is correct. Lawyers make huge amounts of money by bringing class actions, and again, it's all done on contingency fee basis. Now, in a class action, instead of the client hiring the lawyer, the lawyer is entitled to conscript the client by the thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, even if the large majority of the people that are conscripted to form the would vote not to bring the lawsuit. Your example is not far off, really. Uh, There are lots and lots of cases in which clients end up with a dollar, $2, $5, $10 if they go through the trouble of filing a claim. And there's sometimes a lot of trouble, and the lawyer comes out with millions.
2: You write that the contingency fee is the most underappreciated of all the elemental forces that shape our legal and political systems. Now, that's a pretty dramatic statement, so explain that.
0: Well, The public, I think, senses that lawyers manipulate the civil justice system to serve their own ends. We also recognize that contingency fees are the key to the courthouse for people injured who can't afford to hire a lawyer on an hourly basis. But what the public does not know, the enormous costs that are visited on our society by contingency fees.
2: Why does it distort the costs so much?
0: Well, let's just take one, medical malpractice there's a significant percentage of medical malpractice cases brought where the outcome doesn't meet any valid test of liability. So an expert looking at the facts after the case has been brought and settled will often conclude that there was no real medical malpractice involved. What there was was a bad outcome. I mean a child is born deformed or something like that and a lawyer brings a lawsuit A sympathetic jury will, in the case of cerebral palsy, might find liability of $10 even $20 million. And yet medical experts will tell you that there is absolutely no basis for claiming that the doctor did anything wrong in that case. So medical malpractice generates what we call defensive medicine. Doctors protect themselves by ordering a variety of tests. Papering the record with tests that aren't really necessary and taking other kinds of precautions, perhaps, but which, again, add hugely to the cost of practice of medicine in the United States. More importantly than just the cost is the fact that the doctors have an incentive not to report errors when they make them instead of inducing them to come forward and say listen I made a mistake when I've made a mistake and we could use that information to correct them going forward in fact the system mitigates against that the system tells the doctor hide your errors and yet it's in all our interests as patients for doctors to have an incentive to come forward and acknowledge errors and make changes
2: our guest on InfoTrack is Professor Lester Brickman of the Benjamin N. Cardoza School of Law at Yeshiva University. He's one of the nation's foremost experts on legal ethics and the author of a book called Lawyer Barons, What Their Contingency Fees Really Cost America. Professor Brickman, let's say we were to do away with contingency fees. Some people would argue that only the wealthy could afford legal representation at that point. How do you prevent that?
0: That's a valid point. What we need to understand is how we got to this point. We have a very different system for paying for the cost of accidents than do the Western European countries. In the Western European countries, costs of accidents are generally dealt with in some way similar to our workers' compensation system. Is That is, payments are scheduled. They're not up to a jury. They're done before magistrates or judges of one kind or another. And it's not profitable to bring the litigation, except in rare cases. So we could have a different system that would be far more efficient than our own system. Right now, the transactional costs, the costs for every insurance dollar spent to compensate an accident victim, more than 50% of that goes to lawyers. But why do we have such an inefficient system? Because it serves the interests of lawyers. When attempts were made to change our accident compensation system, who opposed it? Of course, lawyers.
2: Professor Lester Brickman of the Benjamin N. Cardozo School of Law at Yeshiva University and author of the book Legal Barons, What Their Contingency Fees Really Cost America. Professor Brickman, do you have a website where people can learn more?
0: Yes, I do. My website is LesterBrickman.com.
2: Well, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack.
0: Well, thank you for the opportunity.
2: And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey.
1: Next, it sounds shocking, but forget all you know about our education system, because it's all wrong. The eye-opening interview is coming up.
0: Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.